0: What's shaking? Hey, we're here today and today we're going all in. I'm Rick Jordan and today you get a treat because I want to explain that this episode is actually being live streamed to my entire company. So I'm going to be speaking to my company today around uh, leadership and forging a new trail, uh, just going places where nobody has gone before. That's not a Star Trek reference, although I am a Star Trek fan. I always have been. That's actually one of my Favorite memories with my dad was watching Star Trek Next Generation in the early 90s when I was a kid and we would just kind of hang out, you know, and if you listen to the show at all, you know, my dad passed when I was 16. It's a good memory I have of him. So this is going out to everybody in my company, in ReachOut Technology, my cybersecurity company that is currently in an active public roll-up, meaning we're acquiring companies, you can look up the press releases and, and everything else about this in the media. You can just Google my name and probably find these things or Google ReachOut Technology. But today, I want to talk to my people and you get the, the great privilege of listening in because you might be able to relate to a lot of this. And I was reading a lot of things in articles and about how, and even like my own post, one of my own posts the other day on Instagram was about bringing new services and how it's not going to work for you unless you bring two new services to market every single year, at least two, to try to keep up with the industry that you're in. You know, and I'm seeing a lot of scenarios right now to where, one, I, I was reading through this group that I'm a part of on Facebook, and the, the manufacturer, because of the economy right now, the manufacturer of these auto parts, I believe, was actually being outsold by this vendor on Amazon. So now they're trying to think, hey, we're going to shift things back, and they're changing their whole revenue stream mentality to where they're going to kind of cut these people out because they think that they can do the same things just in-house. There's a big shakeup going around right now and like everywhere, everywhere. And that's right. I'm talking to all my people right now. There's a big shakeup right now going on in our industry, in the IT space, in the MSP space, in the cybersecurity services space, the small businesses, there's a big shakeup. And what's bad, what's really bad for most in the industry is that they don't realize it. They don't understand what's going on because it's still business as usual. And this is why I firmly believe along with some industry leaders that at least a third at least a third of these companies that, that are like reach out, like my like us, right, like my company, they are going to be out of business within the next three years because they are not changing. They are not evolving. They are not trying to do something new for the industry. They are not actually trying to go out and meet the customers where they're at and take a pulse on the customers as far as what they want. This industry is so much in a bubble and it pisses me off because I want to do so much for it, right? And I've said before that the best thing I've ever done, the best thing I've ever done was get out of masterminds and coaching groups within the industry and got into masterminds and coaching groups outside of the industry because I got to see what the rest of the world was doing. I grew up in this bubble just like every other MSP owner. And it's so fixated on this thing and it's run by vendors and it pisses me off because the vendors are setting the tone and saying where the industry is going, but the vendors have an agenda. They have a fucking agenda and that's just to sell more of their stuff. They don't really know what's going on. Okay, I've been to the White House and I've seen the stuff that is starting to hit our country. I go on the media all the time and I talk about the stuff that's hitting our country and small businesses. And yet MSPs are like, oh, it's business as usual. And they're just waiting. They're just waiting for somebody like us to actually go out there and say, this is the way, this is where we're going. Here's why our customers need it. They want it. And they're just waiting for somebody like this. This is so intriguing to me because I've used this analogy before. It's like, I don't know why. Because there's, there's different types of roll-ups, right? and that's the business model that we have right now. A roll-up is nothing more than taking a bunch of smaller companies and making a really big company. That's simplifying it. right? There's a lot of ways to do that, but that's what we're doing because we're building an army. That's one of our pillars, is we're building an army to be able to actually meet these needs of our customers, and even more so, provide them what they actually want. I started even thinking of like new website copy today right because of some of the changes that we've been making even within the company and and this is just like blowing my mind because it's like if you put yourself in the shoes of your customer they don't care about jack shit about what we talk about with inside the company they really don't you know so all the stuff we thought was important for years doesn't even matter it does not matter because what matters to them is that they're safe What matters to them is that their stuff doesn't break. What matters to them is that they don't have to place a phone call once every day because something's broken. What matters to them is that they have a fair price. Now, that's one we'll talk about a lot today. They have a fair price for what they're receiving. And lastly, they want to know that they have somebody to count on. That's it. Right? They don't care about ticket counts. They don't care about... uh, the systems that we use they don't care about whether it's office or google for the most part they don't care about the 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 edr tool you're right that's the next gen antivirus for everybody that's listening in it's cool because the audience of the podcast of all in right now all my fans thank you all my subscribers thank you for listening in but it's like you got like a ringside seat to what we're talking about here right because your customers don't care about the inner workings of your company they don't care what we think matters and what this community tells us, right, the, the MSP community tells us what matters, doesn't fucking matter. Not one bit because it's driven by people in the organization. The best thing I've ever done was get outside of this space to see what's going on in the rest of the world and start bringing inside the space what the rest of the world is doing because we are here to service the world, right, specifically the United States, North America right now, of course, but that's what we're here for there's some tolls, there's some prices that come with this. And this is something that I've faced the last two and three years. I've gotten questions like, well, why do you want to do that? Well, that sounds tough. You could just go out and do this instead. Why do you want to go that route? I've even had like industry leaders, right? in conversations tell me, well, I wouldn't want your project. That just sounds difficult. It's like, yeah. So What? That's my response. It's like there's a reason why I I used to wonder why. I used to wonder why because I, I imagined, right? The, this like this huge lineup because there's hundred and forty three thousand Re- remember back in like school days, right? How you would have like this line of people or you know You see in the movies how there's this line of people and they're always asking for like one volunteer or something like that You know, I remember in like gym how you'd be lined up straight across the wall and They'd be waiting for somebody to step forward just to say I'll be a captain of this team I'll be a captain of that team then you'd find these pick your teams and go off in the other directions, right? It was like the first one to jump forward It's like the one who had the balls to be a leader was the one that, and just step out was the one that actually stepped out. And you see that in like, you know, it, it's dramatized in movies. And I know you get the image that I'm talking about, but that's, that was me. It's like, I, same thing. It's like, I'd be looking to the right, see 60,000 MSPs to my right, look to the left, see 60,000 MSPs to the left. And like, why is nobody doing nothing about this? I don't get it. I don't get it. There's a lot of people that are thinking about it. Which is why like even within the, the organizations within the company so far, why we've actually joined forces to begin with, right? Because these are the people like me, right? Like, like, like Doug, like, like Robin are, are the ones who actually said, we're going to step out, we're going to do something about this. Because we can see where this industry is going and the industry that has been around in the last 10 years is not the same industry that will be around in the next 10 years. We've already seen the shift before. We've seen a type of the shift before when things move from break fix into the MSP model right in the two thousands that happened tremendously. And guess what? People don't like paying hourly for, for their shit. And I say shit because it's shit service. If it's just focused on like, like that, it's like giving you a, a prescription pill that doesn't even solve the problem. It just covers a symptom. That's what break fix is. It sucks ass. That's why we don't do it. That's why the industry as a whole shouldn't do it. That's not what customers want. They want something that actually fixes the problem. They want something like what you would expect from a doctor, right? Don't give me a pill for my symptom. I want you to cure me. And I also want to know that you're going to be there all the time. In case something else happens, right? I also want you to give me a checkup so that you can identify things that I don't even know what's going on right now, but you can stop them before they get someplace bad. You're picking up on the analogy. That's what people want. That's what our customers want. And that's not, unfortunately, what the industry as a whole is prescribing, we sure as fuck are give me a hell yeah that's what we're doing in the last several years i've gotten so much opposition and now you're going to start to feel this too because what, what's what's bad is that customers in this industry and this is bad of any industry too. customers in this industry have now been conditioned to the shit they've been conditioned to the poor ass service And it's created like this animosity thing towards people in this industry because it's like they need us, but it's like the the bill they hate to pay because they know it isn't actually what they're looking for. That's the problem that we are fixing. That's why it's cybersecurity for all, it's IT for all, and it's actually what they want. The second part, the second pillar is creating wealth. I know I talked about this a little bit, but it's for people within the organization. It's for people outside of the organization, meaning our customers, because if we can provide them exactly what they want for the fair price that they're looking for, now that part does take a little education. Again, remember what I was saying, how they've been conditioned to the shit in the industry? It's because they've been conditioned to just getting that generic prescription, right? I can go spend $4 and get a painkiller or $4 and get some kind of like diabetes medication when I really don't even have that. I just need better nutrition. Nobody's looked deep into my problem here to actually figure out what caused this to begin with. They've been conditioned to that garbage. And that's where it has to be in the mindset shift to be like, look, I know the industry tells you this. We are not the industry. We are reach out. I hope you heard me on that. We are not our industry. We are reach out. And we set the bar. Let me tell you how we're going to do that. Does it cost this? Yes, it costs this. I know you want a fair price. Here's what a fair price is because I know you want to be safe. I know you don't want to be hacked. I know if you do get hacked that you want somebody there to save your ass. I knew, I know that if something breaks, you want somebody there to call and talk to somebody right away who can help you, who can start working on it right now. All of these things, when you look at what customers actually want, that's what we're here to deliver and we will continue to shift, right? That's how we implemented text messaging so many years ago, because they wanted a quick, convenient, easy way to reach somebody without having to sit on the phone and go back and forth with something. So where they could even like step away and still remain in contact. They could get coffee, go to get lunch, whatever. It'd be like, Hey, I'm stepping out for, for an hour. Now's a great time to do what you need to do it's so easy and convenient. That's what they wanted. So that's what we provide. This is going to take some lumps because everybody else is going to be like, as we're starting to to shift the mindset of customers, as we're starting to shift the mindset really of our industry, they're going to start to see, oh my God, that works. Here's a secret for you. Okay. When you're building an airplane, right? A brand new prototype of something, the whole world is going to sit there. I mean, look at what they're doing with Elon Musk right now with Twitter. Come on. The dude's true motivations are starting to come out, and he's even talking about doing a phone of his own. We all might have Twitter phones at some point. And everybody is giving him shit about it. He's not my hero, he's just an example, a model. Because this is what I've gotten the last couple of years by people who have been veterans in this industry, who have even been my coach and your coach, that have said, I don't want your project. That's never going to work. Watch us. Watch us. I know that I'm the only one that's called to break things down for America. When it comes to Bloomberg or Fox in Washington, D.C., or News Nation, because they know that we can do this, because they know that we're on the forefront of this industry, and we actually have a pulse on what's really going on. That's why they call. So I'm going to tell you what you're going to face over the coming months. Because here's this airplane thing, right? The new prototype. Everybody shuns it everybody says bad crap about it while it's sitting on the tarmac they do they're like oh that thing will never fly they'll, they'll see that you know all those those new engines you know what That's i don't think they got enough power they're never going to get that thing off the ground that's too big of a plane that's too big of a dream that's too big of a vision it's never going to happen right and then finally one day the airplane is completely constructed and it's it's taxiing out to the runway they're like that thing's going to go like 10 feet Oh, it's not even going to get off the ground and it gets on the runway and it start to build up speed and build up speed and still people are going to say, uh, whatever, you know what, it might get off the ground now, but you know what, it's only going to be able to fly about a half a mile. That's it. Then it's going to have to make an emergency U-turn and come back to make a landing because they have an engine problem or something like that, you know? And then finally the thing gets off the ground. And it's like a mile into it, maybe a hundred miles into it. And they're only sitting about 5,000 feet and they're going to climb all the way up to 30,000 feet. And like. I don't know, I don't think it's gonna make altitude. I don't think it's gonna be able to climb as fast as what it needs to. I don't think it's gonna be able to rise up to, from that 5,000 feet, that's as high as it's gonna go. And then you get up to 10,000, like, you know what? That 5,000 foot, you know what, that, that was easy. And here's all the reasons why I was able to do that. But now you know what, that it's a 10,000, it's still not gonna be able to get up there. People are gonna say shit until you are at cruising altitude. At 500 miles an hour, coasting along, Everybody is going to say shit until you get to that point. Everybody is going to say shit until we get to that point. It's not going to stop us. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep looking down and being like, Hey, you know what? You had an opportunity to jump on this plane because that's what we're doing right now. We're gathering everyone who wants to be a part of this, who wants to be a passenger, who wants to be part of the crew to get on this plane with us because we are changing the industry with this prototype that we have. We are setting the bar for this. You're going to get a lot of stuff over the next couple months, even as you talk to customers, even as you tell them of this new model, even as you tell them of all these benefits that we're going to give them an example, right, they pay one flat fixed fee for everything. They don't pay individual invoices anymore for quote unquote, out of scope work. Because that's what they want. They don't want an invoice because something was broken. They just want it to either not break or you just to take care of it as part of the program. That's why we do it that way for everybody. It's because it's what they want. And if they say something otherwise and they're willing to pay less for something less, they can go get that bullshit somewhere else. Because that's what the rest of the industry is stuck on. We will continue to keep a pulse on the industry. We will continue most definitely to listen to our customers because they will dictate where we go, what we do, what we deliver, how we deliver it. End of story. That's the only way that we go all in.